This is In the Know for Tuesday, August 16, the 228th day of 2022. There are 137 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. It will be day number seven of Where's Quacky, and we'll have the water cooler question, two chances for you to win. That's and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? Well, I'm good. I'm a little bit sad because I've already inhaled my pastry, Chris. Yeah. But I'm feeling productive because I have unsubscribed from about 15 emails. Really? Today. Using yes. that fancy unsubscribe yes. button on your iPhone? Um, I found it easier to do on your iPhone. No, I don't know if I've you know that. Done it uh, did I hear some uh, hear some trash talk over there about desserts a minute ago? Yeah. Did I hear desserts being mentioned? Yeah. And I heard chocolate chip cookies were mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what goes good with chocolate chip cookies? Milk. Milk. And a new study <laughs> says drinking milk can improve brain health in older adults. I guess I need to get back on the milk keg because I've been dieting. I I haven't had as much milk, but between Alana and I, we need a milk cow, or we, we did. We're gonna need. Yeah. Well, between when the when both of you get on it, we mm-hmm. definitely definitely need it. But uh, at the rate that you were drinking milk for a while, you you I mean, you might be a spring chicken. I know, right? Dancing around, yeah, because apparently it'll help keep you young and slow down the aging process. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Honk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe. London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Litchfield. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? Oh, not too bad. Uh, you you were the one who mentioned chocolate chip cookies just a few minutes ago. Are you uh, are you for chocolate chip cookies? Yeah, no, I am. I'm anti chocolate chocolate chip cookies. I admitted that I am not necessarily somebody that eats sweets often at all. Yeah, but I uh, I do appreciate chocolate chip cookies. You like long. food, food? Yeah, yeah. I just don't. I'm, I don't really have much of a sweet tooth. How do you feel about lobster? Uh, I mean, it's good. I don't. I could not tell you the last time I had it. Because it might shock you that there aren't many lobster options here in good old uh, Litchfield. No, there aren't. There aren't very many. Can you catch them on Rough River, or is uh, that just no land? I think it's a, it's a different kind of crawfish. Oh, or a shelled fish. Um, by the way, in uh, lobster was not a delicacy in colonial America. I was reading this morning that lobster was so cheap and plentiful that it was often served to prisoners who complained the food wasn't fit for human consumption in colonial America. So the Atlantic Ocean off the coast of what is now uh, the United States was so plentiful that they were just like, ah, we don't, we don't like it. I mean, I I like lobster. Uh, It's, I think I might choose crab over it, but the the downside to both Mm -hmm. of those is it's, it's, it takes a lot of work. It does take a lot of work without, Uh uh, without it. And I'm not sure that I really want to work that hard to eat. It's a vicious cycle. You're burning off as many calories. It's Uh like eating celery. 
It uh-huh. takes as much work to eat it as it does you get the nutrition. Increasing clouds with isolated rain chances today. We'll see isolated to scattered showers possible today. Sunny, warm midweek. We're going to see humidity and temperatures rise toward the weekend with shower and thunderstorm chances also increasing. We'll monitor the trends and kind of adjust to uh, the forecast on what might uh, happen. We'll see increasing clouds, high of 84 today, partly cloudy, 65 tonight. Partly cloudy, high of 85, and still looking good for the uh, kickoff to the high school football season on Friday evening. Saturday now looking like uh, about a 4 in 10 chance of rain. So we will monitor that. But the greatest chance of rain over the weekend looks like it's going to come on Sunday. So talk more about that. Uh, There are a couple of states, at least a couple of states today, that are having primaries. Uh, Today may be the day that Sarah Palin finds her way back to Washington. It may also be the day that Liz Cheney gets sent uh, away from Washington, representing the state of Wyoming. And it's it's likely she's going to lose her house seat in Wyoming because of uh, breaking with the with the Trump machine. So she at least trailing in the polls to her challenger. They do it differently in um, Wyoming. They're just now having their primary. So some states they don't have their primary until late summer, and then they turn around and have their general in early November. So anyway, we get to see uh, some of the early linings up from. You probably not heard the last of Liz Cheney either way. Clearly, she will serve out her term if Wyoming. Uh, if they uh, vote for her challenger. But, I mean, she may be sizing up a national run at some point in time, which is puzzling to me, though. Obviously, she has the pedigree with the last name of Cheney, being Dick Cheney's daughter, and she probably has the financing. But if your own home state won't send you back to represent them in Congress, can you count on them to vote for you for president? And there aren't many presidents that have lost their home state and been victorious so anyway we'll see what um, how that shapes up the latest covid report is out and in grayson county there were 106 new cases of the virus reported to the kentucky department for public health last week one new death was reported and uh, grayson county's uh, positivity rate is now back in the orange kind of a, a spike in the numbers all of a sudden from one week to another week i i'll tell you um for me I look at the numbers, and obviously I pass them along to you. But when we stopped getting an accurate depiction of all the positivity and all the tests, and you know, now, now you've got a people, you got a group of people that are testing. But I just think that it's such a, it's such a weird dissection of the population. I don't think the numbers are even. I, don't, I just don't think there's a lot of numbers that you can put your faith in at the moment, other than. Absolute numbers and absolute numbers in things like hospital census. There are 615 Kentuckians hospitalized. There are 74 in ICU. There are 27 on a ventilator. There were 76 new deaths in Kentucky last week that are being attributed. And there were about 14,409 cases. How that, how that, how that goes into positivity and population and all that. I think those numbers aren't reliable anymore. Because the testing models have changed. Like, not all the same people are being tested, not all for the same reasons. You got some people that don't feel good, they stay home, they don't get tested, and it just makes things a little bit uh, murky. If you are looking to help Eastern Kentucky flood relief, we are working alongside the Grayson County Sheriff's Office and the uh, Old Dominion Freight Line for a relief effort 
that primarily will be held on Saturday, where we will be collecting goods here locally and loading up a tractor trailer that then will go to Old Dominion's Hub in Bowling Green, be uh, palletized and be prepared and then uh, taken over to Eastern Kentucky. I believe they're going to Hazard specifically is where they're going. But in advance of that, if you don't want to wait until Saturday for our collection point, you can donate the goods that are needed at the Grayson County Sheriff's Office on the square. So if you're going to be out of town for whatever reason on Saturday. But more importantly, if you want to make cash contributions, you can make your checks out to uh, Behind the Badge and up to $5,000, whatever is contributed, the Behind the Badge will match and will give it to the effort. And the uh, that effort, again, will be between 9 and 2. It will be in the Walmart parking lot on Saturday and the Sheriff's Office K105 Old Dominion uh, freight line will be gathered there to uh, to take the materials that you want to send to Eastern Kentucky f- flood relief. So, anyway, but if you don't want to wait, if you don't want to wait until the weekend, you can do that throughout this week at the sheriff's office. And New Hope Christian Center in Hazard, in Perry County, is where the your items are going to be uh, distributed. So, anyway, we're happy to happy to help out with that. We're just sort of the promotion arm. Mm-hmm. You know, we're uh, the, the sheriff's office and the Old Dominion. They're kind of doing the actual heavy lifting on all that, but we're happy to play a happy to play a role in it. Governor Bashir said yesterday that FEMA has taken several steps. You know, FEMA's FEMA's been on um, FEMA's been on the governor's naughty list the last mm-hmm. week, and they might be working their way off of the naughty list back onto the nice list. The governor says that FEMA. Um, is making some changes to help Kentuckians who suffered losses. One is they are calling everyone who has been denied aid so far. You'll That's a good remember, first step. You'll remember last week they were denying people and then they weren't really telling them how to fix it. And they were asking for uh, ridiculous things. I used it like a paperwork that got washed away. You say, well, how come you don't have your paperwork? Well, it got, you know, it got washed away. It's down downstream somewhere. But the problem with calling everyone, if you're like me, you're unlikely to answer the phone if you don't recognize the number. So he said that of they have tried to call 4,006 applicants, but they have only been able to talk to 1,508. So he was encouraging people of the region, answer your phone. He also said FEMA is starting a first-in-the-nation texting program today with a phone number so you can call and discuss the denial of your claim. And an even bigger step, he says, is the people in the disaster recovery centers now have the authority to approve claims. So people on the ground. Remember I told you last week it was the people in the middle they were blaming it on. Like the upper echelons were like, hey, we need to do more. And the people on the ground were like, hey, we really need to do more. But where it was was the middle ground, you know, that where they're just passing the blame to someone Mm -hmm. else. But now they're saying people that are actually on the ground can make the decision, the practical decision to give people the help that they uh, that they need. He also, he being the governor, also says he expects that special session of the legislature to happen in the next, within the next four weeks is what he's thinking. He said everybody is committed to it. 
They're having in-depth conversations about what the legislation looks like. And, and I, I do applaud that. Uh, whoever gets the credit, I'm sure the governor gets some credit because he has to call the session. But you also want the legislature to be poised and ready to act quickly because at what it costs to fund the legislature to be in session daily, contrasted against the state's economy, it's not a huge amount of money, but to, for them to just go up there and sit and then figure it out is wasteful. So they can be figuring it out by either committee or by phone and getting the edges smoothed out on it. So when they do get to Frankfurt and they go into session and the meter starts running, they can act quickly. And that just seems to make sense to me rather than just be wasting money, you know, on things. That, yeah, have a plan and go. Yeah, relief. If you're going to, if you've just got plenty, if you've got money to burn, then deliver it to Perry County. You know, and just let those people have it. Experts who are visiting the disaster centers in Kentucky, I thought this was interesting, can help people whose heirlooms and keepsakes were damaged in recent flooding. So even in our case, like every time this young lady over here goes and visits her grandmother, for instance, she she comes home with something, <laughs> right, that yes. is like, here, you need this more than I need this. And it's some mm-hmm. type of family heirloom. Yes. Well, mm-hmm. when you have a when you have a disaster in your home, fire, flood, whatever, a lot of people first thing they go running for photograph albums. Less, mm-hmm. you know, more of ours are stored in the cloud now, but you still have the hard copies of the old photographs. So you're grabbing as many things as you can. Clothing can be replaced. Well, what happens when your heirlooms are one either washed away, partially washed away, covered in mud? And so the Heritage Emergency National Task Force experts may be able to help save photos, artwork, quilts, important documents, and other items. The experts are visiting Clay County Community Center this week, and they're there Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They'll be at the Knott County Sportsplex next week, and then they're going to be in, in Hazard Wednesday through next Sunday, next Wednesday through next Sunday. FEMA said the experts will discuss how to handle, dry, and clean the items and can provide information about safety during the restoration process. Hmm. So, you know, one of the – we've been spending a lot of time in the last week with these things. This information is not germane to me. Like there's – in my life, I don't need these restoration experts of heirlooms Mm -hmm. in my life today. But I might Mm -hmm. in the future. And just knowing, oh, there are people who do that, who can guide you through, I find it to be very educational. We have kind of a front row seat to the disaster, the calamity of others, and it might help us at some point in time in the future. Attorney General Daniel Cameron filed a motion yesterday asking a federal district court to overturn its previous ruling and permanently dismiss a challenge to Kentucky's live dismemberment law, which is House Bill 454. The motion was filed following a ruling by the U.S. State Court of Appeal for the Sixth Circuit, which directed the district court to reconsider its prior ruling in light of the U.S. Supreme Court's decision in Dobbs versus Jackson Women's Health Organization. Okay. That's that's a confusing issue becomes even more confusing because of rulings back and forth and here or there. It was only a matter of time. But beginning next March, visitors to the Great Smoky Mountains National Park will need to purchase a parking pass to use the facilities. Great Smoky Mountain National Park has long been overloved. It's overused and overloved, 
And part of the reasons that it has been overloved, it has been so accessible because there aren't a lot of fees involved. And so to try and provide the maintenance necessary to try and preserve the park and to also use as some level of deterrent, Mm-hmm. There'll be some people that say they'll just, they'll do, they'll make different decisions because of the process of getting parking permits that they will try and slow down the rate that the park is being used. The park superintendent, whose name is Cassius Cash. There you go. Cassius Cash is the park superintendent and said in an interview the fee is needed to keep up with the maintenance and staffing demands at the country's most visited national park. The Smokies have seen a 57% increase in visitors over the past decade with a record 14.1 million visitors in 2021. I can't imagine it'll be that much, though. Will it? The cost? The the cost will not be that I much. But the would. fact that you have to get one, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, that's the, you go to Is some of these more popular trailheads now. Yes. And, I, and I'll tell you, I mean, we had to do the same thing. Oh, not we. I, I was the beneficiary, but even to go to the arch, my dad had to make a reservation for mm-hmm. us to go. You know, we had to get tram passes for that. Uh, last summer, we were trying to go to Haleakala for the sunrise and couldn't get in the lottery to get a parking ticket to be able to go to Haleakala National Park early morning. And so this most of the national parks, certainly the popular ones, have had to resort to controlling traffic, ingress and egress. Parking fees will be $5 a day or $15 for seven days. But it's just trying, they're just trying to keep, the, you'd be able to drive through the park still with no problem. You know, you can enjoy the scenery. The It's the trailhead parking lots where you're going to be there for a long period of time. If you're going to be there for a few minutes, that's not, you know, that's not an issue. But they're just trying to find something to slow down the rate in which people are descending. I mean, 14.1 million people in uh in one calendar year is a lot mm-hmm. uh at least seems seems to me right, what else must you know about the uk men there's no women's football team the uk football team <laughs> is in the associated press preseason top 25 for the first time in christy buckle's lifetime yeah. it's 76 right yeah for the first time in 44 years 78 78 okay since 1978, the Cats are ranked in the Associated Press preseason top 25. They are ranked 20th, one of six SEC teams. They are just behind Arkansas. And right ahead of Tennessee, right? Right ahead of Ole Miss. Tennessee is not oh. in the Associated Press top 25. It's Alabama, Georgia, Texas A&M, all in the top 10. And then you've got um, Arkansas at 19, Kentucky at 20, Ole Miss at 21. Cincinnati is at 23. BYU rounds out the top 25. No Tennessee volunteers in the AP (laughs) top 25. So there you go. I just, the Cats have done very well playing with the, we don't get the respect we deserve. We're the underdog. But Mm -hmm. now being ranked preseason, I I hope they can... uh, some respect and put on their name. Yeah, well, I hope I hope they can deal with the success of being having higher expectations going into a season, but we'll find out in a few weeks.
in particular when they go down to Gainesville in week two. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Where's Quacky? Day seven is coming up next here on In the Know. Today is Tell a Joke Day. It's important. You got to know how to do it. Mm-hmm. I didn't I'm realize. I didn't realize for a long time. I've been blessed with the ability to tell a joke that I just thought people opted not to. Like, oh, they're they're just not funny. Why? But a lot of people can't. Why does the Norwegian Navy have barcodes on the sides of their ships? I don't know, Sam. So when they come back to port, they can Scandinavian. Oh, they can Scandinavian. Oh, my goodness. All right. Uh, okay. All right. All right. That's fine. Um, you don't one. have any dad jokes in your pocket today? Oh, I've always got dad jokes, but I didn't really want. I didn't really want to resort to dad jokes. Okay. I because the joke is there are some rules, by the way, to joke telling, and I'll, I'll just tell you as I, when I mentioned when we previewed the month, I said both my grandfathers were excellent joke tellers, and so I just kind of like cap like cabbaged on to. The way that the way that they were able to do it, know your joke before you open your mouth, right? Don't don't start into it and then try to find it. Find your joke on the way. Um, you got to have a clear idea of where you're headed, even if you're ad libbing a little bit. Know your audience. Not all jokes are <laughs> suitable for all for all audiences. Mm-hmm. Don't ask for permission to tell a joke. Don't don't walk up and say you want to hear a joke because then it's over. If you tell, if you ask yeah, someone if I they want to hear that. a joke, then they're like, "Okay, well, I'm waiting to be, I'm waiting to be humored." Uh, yeah, that's you. You got to, yeah. You have a lot more pressure that way. That's right, and just go right in. Don't tell everybody how funny your joke is beforehand. Oh, this joke is so good, you got to hear it. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. You're setting expectations. You're moving. You're moving the meter. Uh, there's got to be an ample setup. You got to have the proper details. There's got to be a punchline or a strong conclusion. Avoid detours. Jokes work best in a straight line, and then commit to your joke. Once you once you start it, you have to see it through to the end, just like Sam just did. And, and it was a it, great it, joke. It, it might be might be better. <laughs> I so if you're of my generation, all I have to do to is say to you, and he kicked him in the ding ding. I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. If you're a fifty-something-year-old male, you know where the punchline to that joke comes from. What does it come from? Eddie Murphy's Raw. It was talking about little Eddie's got jokes to tell, and it showed Eddie Murphy when he was little entertaining his family, and he didn't even tell the setup to the joke. All little Eddie would say was, "And he kicked him in the ding ding," and so his family would just roar laughing. So today is also. Roller coaster day. Roller coaster. Well, I guess somebody could be celebrating roller coaster day with us later, right? I mean, by winning. They could. Yeah, they could. They could win some coaster rides. It is also Bratwurst Day today, so celebrate accordingly. Have you seen the kid? Uh, the Can, video of the I'm, kid at the ball game. I'm working on getting it right now. So, if you give me like, there was. Can you do quacky first and come back, and then I'll have the video. Uh, yeah, probably. I can. I can do that. I mean, sure. Uh, now, because <laughs> the video. Sorry, I know. I know. I'm now, screwing you up. Now I, all my vi- jokes are ruined because I was working in a straight line. But no, the I vid- just have it your way. Well, the video will. The video will make it better, right? That's. I, I kind of thought. 
Um, yeah, the video, it didn't go through, and now this is not wanting to work. Today so is day number seven of Where's Quacky, and before we get to day number seven, we better clean up from day six. Day six, Quacky spent the day at the Clarkson VFW Memorial. I peeked at the comments to see how many varying comments there were because it's a specific place. You know, you can say, well, Veterans Memorial, or you can say mm-hmm. War Memorial, or you can say Clarkson Memorial, but it's the Clarkson VFW Memorial, and it's new. So, you you know, you've had to have been there in the, through there in the last couple of years to recognize and know, but Emily Thompson knew that it was the Clarkson VFW Memorial, and she now has her own duck in the Ducking Hunger Regatta, and she has her very own K105 T-shirt. So Emily might have just won $1,000, so congratulations to her. Now, day number seven of the Where's Quacky. Quacky is spending the day somewhere in the Twin Lakes today, and over on our Facebook page, you will see this photograph, and in the comments section of this photograph, you will need to update, uh, you will need to offer a comment and tell us where Quacky is spending the day. And so this time tomorrow, we may be announcing you as the uh, daily winner. Hmm. I recognize a couple of names there. Quacky. Hmm. All right. Don't do it in the show thread. Do it in the, do it over on our Facebook page. It's a nice painting in the background. Is it a painting? I think that's a quilt. Oh. So they in Paducah? Did he make the trip to the quilt museum? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. I, can, I think. Can he waddle that far? No, I think he's. I think he's okay. So, uh, by the way, I don't. I haven't talked with Colonel Childress in the last couple of days. But make sure that all the ducks get sponsored in the Ducking Hunger Regatta, which will be coming up September fourth. So, day number seven of Where's Quacky? You tell us. So, I uh, did, did want to say it is September fifth. September fifth. Oh yeah, is the, the Ducking Hunger Regatta. I was so looking I at sure. the. I was looking at the. Um, the the thing that, that the thing the, there that's in the photo that said the fourth. Colonel so Childress wanted confused. to make sure that I that I said that, because uh, yeah. I just to make sure that it's, it was. It's all blending together to me that whole uh, Labor Day weekend, but it's it will wrap up the Labor Day weekend. So uh, did we find the video of the kid? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm getting it here. Okay. Okay. I well, I think I'm we're about to have to move on. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I got I got it. I got it. So. <clears throat> It, uh, my machine doesn't want to work today. Okay. Maybe. Here it goes. Now it's, of course, acting slow. Because I've got it. It's sitting right here. And now it doesn't want to connect. Okay, I guess it's not going to happen. All right, let's move on. Here's this week's (laughs) By the Numbers. This week's By the Numbers. 16% of adults say they only eat ice cream when it's hot outside. Uh, Well, you're doing it wrong. You can eat ice cream all the time. 3% 3% say they haven't used a pen or a pencil in the last year. How many? 3% of people say they uh, haven't used a pen or a pencil in the last year. I guess that's about right. I just can't imagine going. Uh, I mean, I don't use one nearly as much as I used to, but I, I probably have one in my hand at least every day. I mean, even on I'm the weekends, I probably got one in my hand. I'm probably <laughs> less likely to use one on a Saturday. Uh, Yeah. I mean, like. I don't know that I've ever had a work day where I don't use one, though. Right. 31% carry an extra pair of pants in their car. <laughs> and you never know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Was it Tuesday of last week? When 
you had your escapade when you were out when when you ended up working retail in Litchfield. Uh, was that was Tuesday? it Tuesday or Wednesday? I don't know. I don't remember. I do have an extra pair of pants in my car right now, but I didn't put them in there as an extra pair. They're still in there from when I was out and changed clothes last week. Seventy percent of adults say they can't sleep when there's a spider in the room. I think 70%? there's always a spider in the room. You just don't know it. Yeah, it says seventy percent. Seventy-five percent of women wish their partner held their hand more. How many? Seventy-five. Hmm. Three out of four. Twenty-three percent of women say they would actually pay their partner to give them a foot massage. Thirty percent of men say they. Thirty uh, percent of men say they have borrowed a razor from their significant other. Fifty percent of men say they couldn't tell you their partner's shoe size. So I know I know her shoe size, but do you know my shoe size? I think so. All right. What do you think it is? Eleven. Yeah. All right. Twenty percent of us say we would ten and a half or eleven. Twenty percent of us say we would fail a written driving test if we were asked to do it today. Yep. What percentage? Twenty. Yep. That's probably so one probably out of five. Higher. I think it's higher than would that. Fail uh-huh. the, would fail the written. It becomes one of those things where you, you know, to take a test, you have to prepare for test taking. Uh-huh. You might, you might be able to demonstrate a successful test, mm-hmm. but you not might not be able to write probably, down the answer. Probably higher percentage that fail the actual driving oh, test. I'm sure that that's <laughs> oh, yeah. that's the case. But I think I would have a little, especially when you little better. Let's chance. see a parallel park. <laughs> Absolutely. Cool. Uh, this is. Um, you may see this online. It's talking about in Australia, there is a lady named Jenny and a guy named Steve. And apparently a scorned girlfriend took out a full page newspaper ad in a town paper in Australia. And the newspaper ad says, dear Steve, I hope you're happy with her. Now the whole town will know what a filthy cheater you are from Jenny. P.S. I bought this ad using your credit card. I would love to know the editorial staff at the newspaper talking about, do we do this? Do we take their money? Sure. Well, I mean, it's but an interesting query in that regard. It's got the whole town talking Mm -hmm. because everyone who knows a Jenny and or a Steve Uh then is thinking, is it them or do I know who they are, et cetera, et cetera. So to the point where like some of the at least one restaurant in town put up a sign that says, Dear Jenny, I'm sorry, from all the Steves. (laughs) Like, on behalf of all the Steves, they're apologizing to Jenny. But, so, the newspaper editor, though, says they will not be revealing who Jenny is. Nor should they. But they go on to say, so this is a $1,000 ad. So the newspaper in this town costs $1,000. And the bottom says, P.S., I bought this using your credit card. But the... Uh, newspaper editor says we have not charged the credit card in question. The newspaper sales manager said that it held off charging the credit card provided because it could technically have been card fraud. Well, that has some people calling crap that it's PR stunt because all newspapers need a thousand dollars. So if they had a paying customer to come mm-hmm. in here and give there them a thousand dollars, there aren't many. I mean, listen, the media, we love her. You know, you want to come advertise? Come on, <laughs> we'll take your money. So that's my uh, listen. There, there are plenty. There have been those. You just hold your nose. You go. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, listen. If somebody walked in here right now with a thousand dollar check, I'd... this new 
this newspaper, if this were a bona fide legitimate transaction, they they are all of a sudden haven't found their virtue and said, well, we. But what they did say was, we encourage Steve to stop in and give us the authorization to pay for his mess. That's what they said. And like, okay, now, would it have been better if it was forced instead of Steve? With Jenny? Yeah, no, no, we can't, we can't, <laughs> we can't, we can't have that. And then, if you're doing your Christmas shopping earlier, early, I point your attention to the Pennsylvania-based toy company called Namespace. They have unveiled plans to produce three and a quarter inch tongue-in-cheek action figures of Karen. Action figures that actually she's got mm-hmm. the bob and everything. The problematic Karens of the world now have their own action figure. So are you supposed to buy these for the Karens? You're supposed you know? to buy these. Well, I mean, any you know, if you have uh, if you have action figure collection, your action figure collection can't be incomplete. I think, I mean, it Dennis needs, Cook, I think, has a pretty decent action figure collection. Definitely so I guess. needs to have a Karen. And what's even more, they are also making Joe the manager. You know, when Karen comes in and says, I need to speak to the manager, they've actually got Joe the can manager they, action figure, too. Can they call him? Because when I think of Joe action figure, I think a G.I. Joe. Yeah. Well, if you'll notice, the font looks a little G.I. joe It does. You know? But anyway, for the Karens in your lives, you can get them their own action figure for Christmas this year. Got to get to a break. We'll have the water cooler question. Your chance to win coming up here on In the Know. Did you know the first ever movie without takes? In the credits was Smokey and the Bandit, 1977. You don't like that movie at all. Oh, what a great movie. <laughs> first, about first takes two. I got a little worried there for a second. <laughs> first, I felt like you did like it. First ever uh, movie yeah. without takes in the credits, Smokey and the Bandit. Horrible Bosses is also really good. Uh-huh. I mean, there are a lot that are good. When you see it now, that's some of the best is watching that outtakes. But Smokey and the Bandit was the first to do it, and Horrible Bosses is also one that stands out as one that... What's the sheriff's name? Um, Buford? Buford T. Justice uh-huh. of Texas. Uh-huh. Hello. Here's today's water cooler question. Your chance to win if you're not one in the last 30 days. You're 18 years of age or older. You qualify to win. Uh, if you uh, will text your answer to 270-259-6000, 270-259-6000, give you your choice of uh, tickets to see the Lumineers, also the uh, amusement park tickets you can choose between Kentucky Kingdom, Holiday World, Beach Bend. And uh, the show is tonight, but we can send you the tickets electronically if you want to go see Motley Crue, uh, Poison, Def Leppard, and Joan Jett tonight in Indianapolis. We can make that happen if you want uh, to choose that prize. So here's the question for today. Parents say no about 24 times a day. What do they say no to most? Parents say no about 24 times a day. What do they say no to most? 270-259-6000. Text your answer. It's this accurate for you and Elaine? To win. No. What about the Taylor? No, 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 I, no, no, I don't. What about with me and the children? No, I don't, no, I don't, I, I don't think so. I'm trying to think of the questions Elaya might ask me. I was trying to think. Oh. Or is it just that we don't say no? <laughs> well, no. <laughs> I mean. It, uh. 
Okay. Not hard to say. It's hard for me to give too much of a definitive answer. Because uh-huh. you don't want to give it away. We might be. Yeah, I mean, it might. I feel like I have a good, a good guess. Although it might be masquerading as, you know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if we're getting a bunch of responses. Oh, yeah, we're getting a bunch of responses. I what do you think? We'll get back to that in a minute. That's on the top of, that's one of the first things that. Well, now you have me rethinking about I feel like if it's too obvious. Now I'm kind of rethinking about her because. I say no more than he says no. Yeah, but there's a reason that the. Did I get this more often? I wouldn't. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be given as much an opportunity to say no to this. Is why I was so. Okay. Snoop Dogg is now one of only. Before I say this, uh, when I saw you Friday afternoon, honey, <laughs> you were listening. You said I was listening to a new song. And it, yeah. And was it a me. Snoop? Is it a Snoop song? Yes. Okay. So is it well, called it's somebody with Snoop? Of course. Well, sure. But is it uh, bad decisions? I don't know. Is that the name of the song? You Do don't, you don't know? know. Okay, well, that might be something that would be important to the story. Uh, Snoop Dogg is now one of only three artists with a top ten hit in each of the past four decades. So, Snoop Dogg, three artists, top ten hit each of the past four decades, thanks to his new collaboration with Benny Blanco, BTS, called Bad Decisions. The other two artists, Jay-Z and Mariah Carey, to have three the, I'll look it to, up. To have the top ten, top ten hits. In in three decades? Four. 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 I guess, yeah, that makes sense. Yes, yeah, is the 20s, 10s, zeros, and 90s. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, also right on cue, Snoop has gotten into the breakfast cereal game with Snoop Loops. What? Snoop Loops breakfast cereal. Say, is this the only way that would get you to eat a, a really sugary cereal? Oh. No, she likes sugary cereal. Yo, you like yeah. sugary cereal? No, I don't really? like sugary I'll cereal. I'll eat them, yeah. She likes sugary cereal. It's so long as it's soggy. Yeah, like it's soggy. <laughs> she well, wants it to be as soggy as possible. So I, so I don't see it him looks anywhere. Like it's, it looks like it's Fruit Loops, right? Yeah, he's yeah. not. He's not on it, but it's called uh, it's called Snoop Loops with more marshmallows. Okay. So delicious multi-grain cereal, and hey, it's gluten gluten free. And oh, it's multi-grain. That means so, it's healthy, so, right? So, yeah, it's all good. Gluten free and multi-grain. We got to get to our break. We'll come back. We'll tell you who won the water cooler question. And uh, we'll have chart toppers, point to ponder, and more coming up here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What's something that it's impossible to look cool while doing? Uh, going through a spider web. Uh, yeah, that would be. I think grocery shopping. Like, I don't think you can look cool grocery, like pushing your cart. And then stopping and then, like, hunkering down and getting... I just... I don't think you can look cool. That's why you wear earbuds. Grocery shopping. You wear earbuds and you kind of dance and shimmy as you go along. Are you sure you look cool doing that? Uh-huh. Of course I do. Okay. Eat, I'm just uh, I don't do it anymore, but that's mm-hmm. how I used to do it. When you're eating an ice cream cone, it starts to melt. And it's getting and all over you. And you have to, like, you. hurry uh-huh. and do the... And then you're doing, like, the whole, like... Turn your neck sideways uh-huh. deal. And mm-hmm. well, that can be... That can be weird. Yeah. Yeah. Picking up a nickel. I don't think anybody looks good picking up a nickel. Couldn't tell you the last time I actually did that. If I see change, it's too far down. I've adjusted for inflation. I could have said penny, but I said I Well, said I can nickel. guarantee you I'm not picking up a penny. 1852 
it could be a, could be a wheat penny, could be a valuable penny. How do you know? Because I'll throw my, I'll throw my back out. If you don't that. pick it up, if you don't pick it up, you won't have all day long. Great. Good luck. Mm-hmm. 1852 knew the answer was stay up late. Uh, stay yeah. up late is the question. Is what parents say no to most. Hmm. Uh, so, but the further I got to thinking about it, because you asked as it pertains to Alea. Uh huh. Here's how Alea asks to stay up late. Can I have another popsicle? Or can I watch a movie instead of a show? Ooh, she's like, smart. She, oh, oh yeah. she knows. Mm-hmm. She knows how to. But the television That's content. That's where they get you, right? The television content <laughs> is more of a mama question. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get the popsicle question. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Can I Can I have another popsicle? Can oh. I have it? And so she's just I, buying more time. I do enjoy that usually when the show's over and she's here, you walk out. That's usually the first thing she asks you. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure. She knows I'm the Popsicle Express. I mean, there's the, she gets so, the yellow ones. so there are dad things and there are mom things. And yeah. so the nighttime, the nighttime TV content or movie or whatever is a mom decision. And it usually has to do with, do, did we read books? Are we going to read books? Then do we watch something longer? Do we watch a short TV show? So that's all a negotiation about how to stay up late. So are we saying no to that, or are we just are we just deal making? We we well we modify according to time is mm-hmm. what we do. So okay. yes, it's it's negotiation, it's deal making, um, and sometimes there is a straight out no. That's true. Um, if it's a ridiculous one, you know, but we compromise for the most part. That's good. It's good compromise. I I just appreciate that she's she's and that's her when she's six. Uh, so imagine when she's uh, <laughs> she, yeah when she's, she's twelve or something. She's gonna drive her. She's gonna drive a hard bargain. Mm-hmm. That's good. America's Got Talent on NBC tonight. The premiere of Leonardo on the CW and on BET Celebrity Family Feud. Is that uh, that can't be on BET? That's got to be on ABC. That's got to be a typo, because it's Kathy Lee Gifford versus Ricky Lake. <laughs> They're not putting Kathy Lee Gifford versus Ricky Lake on BET. I'm sorry. That would be so strange. <laughs> like, was, Unless they were just putting them on there to make fun of them. Leonardo about da Leonardo Vinci? DiCaprio. I think. Oh, or is it about uh, the Ninja Turtle? No, it's Turtle. about Da Vinci or the Ninja Turtle. It's about Da Vinci. <laughs> no, not the not the Ninja Turtles. Uh, today's highlight in history, 45 years ago today, Elvis died. I left my Fitbit at home. I was looking, and like you, were, you were like, all of a sudden I looked at your wrist and it's not there. Uh, today, 45 years ago today, Elvis died at Graceland in Memphis. In 1948, Babe Ruth died wow. in, at age 53. And Aretha Franklin died this day wow. in 2018. So I mean, you'd be hard pressed to find yeah, a one, two, a three. Baby. Well, in another tragedy, the Beatles fired Pete Best this date in 1962, but hired Ringo, Ringo. Starr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Babe Ruth, Aretha Franklin, and Elvis Presley all died on August 16th. I mean, arguably, I mean, two of the most well-known musicians and maybe the most well-known sure. baseball player of all time. Birthdays today, Leslie Ann Warren is 76, Kathy Lee Gifford is 69, James Cameron is 68, Timothy Hutton is 62, Steve Carell is 60, San Diego Padres pitcher Hugh Darvish is 36 today, Rumor Willis is 34 today. And Alex Cook. I did see Alex Cook 17 is 17 today. today. <laughs> Sweet 17. 
So I know he he celebrated over the weekend. Getting uh, he went got to have his parents take him out to lunch. See, you're climbing the ladder on employee age. <laughs> See, when I started here, I was the youngest at one point. Uh huh. Yes, yeah. I think at that I'm time an old you man. Were, yeah. It it happens. You will climb this. Yeah. Gone, but I've forgotten. Menachem Begin, sixth prime minister of Israel, was born in 1913. Fess Parker in 1924. Edie Gourmet in 1928. Frank Gifford in 1930. I always remembered that, that um, Kathy Lee and Frank shared a birthday. Not in the same year, certainly. Let's go to Chart Toppers. 1955 was the year. Mitch Miller was the artist. And Mitch Miller was singing The Yellow Rose of Texas. Or like some people like to say, Tejas. Texas, Tejas. Sounds like... uh... Just the pure sounds of silence. There it is. Okay. Is that where all your exes live, Sam, in Texas? <laughs> That's one way to put it. <laughs> I know how much you love George Strait in particular, so I just thought that was probably... One of your favorite George well, I mean, Strait songs to, is All My Te- Exes Live in Texas. Listen to George Strait before some Alabama or something. But. <laughs> I've seen George Strait in concert, actually. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I've seen multiple times. 1964, The Four Seasons, number one, with Ragdoll. Yeah, I think I prefer Aerosmith's Ragdoll. Living in a movie. They're a little bit, a little different. Daddy's little cutie. Yeah, it's on my fine. playlist, too. Never see you leaving by the back door. Man. Oh, this, is this is a good song. 1973. Have you seen him in you concert? Know you did, you know you did, you know you did. I have not. I know my parents have seen him a couple of times, I think. Makes you In my iTunes playlist, though, I do have the uh, Paul McCartney live at City Field, but I can't see Paul McCartney until after I've seen Billy Joel. Billy Joel's the priority. Better, I mean, McCartney, he's getting up there. I don't know how much more touring he's going to be doing. I think that'd be a really, it's a, it's a little slow, but I think it'd be a cool pep band song. A marching band. With the drum line. It shifts into high gear. Uh-huh. Can't cool down. All right, let's go to 1991. This summer, we've been trying to introduce uh, the young Mrs. Alea to some of the <laughs> late 80s, early 90s classics she must know. Like, we spent quite a bit of time on Bust a Move by Young MC one day. But then there are others like CNC Music Factory, Gonna Make You Sweat, uh, Snap the Power. We had that as a chart topic recently. How did, how did she rule on this? Oh, she loves them. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Yeah. We have the videos to prove it. But this is one from that era. This is Rhythm Syndicate and P-A-S-S-I-O-N. Certainly not a classic. 
but a number one. I'm going to park this over in the, if we've, if we've learned all the other songs, <laughs> then we can maybe learn this one. You should see some of her names. Oh, but, and, uh, oh I don't deny it. Yeah. Ice Ice Baby. Oh, so we had yeah. to stop, collaborate, and listen. We had to learn those. It's good stuff. And, uh, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. We... Been hurt She's been encouraged recently to call me Marky Mark, but so, um, we'll stick with the normal one. It's going to be me in sync in uh, 2000, 22 years ago today. And I've been working. I got. I have to play this one. In 09, Carrie Hilson, Kanye, and Neo with Knock You Down, number one, 13 years ago today. That's crazy. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Without hard work, nothing grows but weeds. Without hard work, nothing grows but weeds. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.